Spoiler alert! This episode of the Watchlist Burn Book includes spoilers for the first season of Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen this show, and or don't want to hear about this show, please direct yourself away from this episode and out of our mentions. Still with us? Great! Ready for this? Welcome, everybody, to the fourth episode of the Watchlist Burn Book. This is exciting. Um, We're really, really getting into it now. And today, we're bringing you (laughs) one of our interim episodes. (laughs) So we decided that we're going to watch some lengthy shows as well. So every few weeks, you'll get an update from us on what we're watching. And our first one, we've got the first season of Breaking Bad today, which is, (laughs) it was an undertaking, but I'm excited to talk about it. Um, And we've got some fun things to get into. Um, So honestly, why not launch into the fun by starting (laughs) with the people (laughs) on the show that we you know, hate is a strong word, but I feel like some of these people, that feeling, it does, uh, it encompasses hate. Hate, I feel like, encompasses the feeling pretty well. So at the top of our list, we've got uh, DEA agent extraordinaire uh, Hank Schrader, I guess is his last name. I'm looking at it. Um, I appreciate that you're going to acknowledge his last name. <laughs> He's just asshole Hank to me, frankly. <laughs> Honestly, that's more fitting. Because, God, <laughs> oh. I just, um, you know, when the show started and they said, yeah, brother-in-law, DEA agent, I was like, okay, I guess. I know this is a show about mess, so I don't know how well that's going to go. But then he shows up. And I just, I feel like the casting people actually did a really good job. With Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they nailed it. <laughs> like, he is, co- like, when you look at cop in the dictionary, or just, like, think of cop. Like, you get, like... <laughs> Angry bald white guy, um, which is Hank, and he's short too. So, you know, I feel like <laughs> he was probably a bully um, in high school. Uh, it's pretty evident, actually, that I think that's what he was. He always wants to be the center of attention, mm-hmm. which, like, is not a nightmare trait but like when Hank does it (laughs) i.e. you know halting 
Walt's whole birthday party in the first episode to show off his huge drug bust. Like, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. I mean, he's also super racist, which is <laughs> bad in and of itself. <laughs> that's like the top complaint with Hank. Immediately followed by cop, immediately followed by self-centered bully. <laughs> and like tiny, tiny hints of misogyny in there. You know, like they sprinkle them, mm-hmm. they sprinkle them throughout the episodes. Like there's that one where he's talking about his first date or trying to court, court, quote, court Marie, his wife. And he's essentially admits to like harassing her. And oh, so she yeah. agreed to date him. That's like, and she jokes it off by being like, ah, they hadn't like reformed the stalking laws yet. But like, why is that funny? <laughs> It's still a problem. <laughs> Not to mention him and his wife both think that they can just break the law whenever they want to. <sighs> Which, I mean, is, like, very fitting. Like, it's a very fitting trait for a character like Hank, but it still is. It still pisses me off. Yeah. Like, it's it's exhausting, really. He's, he, Yeah, he and Walt had that whole conversation toward the end of season one. Um about like what laws are cool to break or who gets mm-hmm. to decide that and mm-hmm. you know because he's smoking cuban cigars which are illegal um which imagine a cigar really like i i know why <laughs> i know why <laughs> but <laughs> but still really um it's so it's just like yeah and that was like Walt's whole point like okay so we're drawing the line at <laughs> like arbitrary things because rules are super arbitrary and they're only decided by the people who are in power and hank admits that so it's like you know mm-hmm. this you've got a wife who's shoplifting which isn't my that's not even my problem with marie like steal whatever sis like i don't care um she i have issues with her that are separate but like at least own up about it like your husband's a cop you'll be all right yeah. <laughs> she did not have to play dumb like that. And granted, she did a very poor job at playing dumb, but she still didn't have to do that. It's like, girl, you're about to steal those earrings. We all know. I I don't understand why a lot of people dislike Skylar. As I, I hate I, Skylar. <laughs> I dislike her for reasons that probably are not what is mainstream (laughs) honestly she just kind of reminds me of a lot of very negative things about my mom and I guess because I I witnessed like a similar kind of thing happening and not with my dad getting cancer but like with my dad having a health crisis and my mom kind of bulldozing like almost everybody's decisions all the time um like purely for her own self-interest which I get why I know Skylar is concerned about her kid but I think a lot sometimes her issues go beyond the baby um and it I just I know being married to somebody like Walter is probably very frustrating and it's probably equally frustrating to have a partner who 
isn't communicating with you all of the time about what's going on with them. I get that. I just... Something about the way that she moves does not sit well with me. (laughs) It does not sit well with me. (laughs) I don't know. I just... (laughs) Yeah, also her just... Costuming on this show is pretty great. I don't like hers. Um, and it might just be because they don't know how to costume pregnant women. That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, they keep putting her in ugly shirts. And it's it's very frustrating. <laughs> uh-huh. And that dress, that dress that she wore to the party, to um, Elliot's party. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Not gonna lie, that was one of the best scenes ever just because they had a completely different color palette from everyone else at the party. <laughs> that party was just a lot. <laughs> oof, yeah. Um, oof. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about how his friend completely stole his idea? And his and, and, and the, the company's life. And the love yeah. of his life. <laughs> Are we confident that it was theft? Uh... I did not think he stole it because they're like Walt did not seem pissed. Yeah. The wife thing maybe, but like he kept crediting Walt with like the idea for the company and it was like this is half his and like all that stuff. I don't know how he ended up with it, but I didn't think he stole it. It makes me think that Walt rolled over mm-hmm. for something and we we don't know what that something is yet, but even if his friend didn't outright take any of Walt's ideas, I feel like Walt didn't stop him from doing so. And then as a way to fix that, just left. <laughs> Since he's prior to shaving his head, he was non-confrontational. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. He like shaved his head and then he like started going after people. But <laughs> Well, he blew up that guy's car before he shaved his head. Okay, touche. Maybe so. (laughs) (laughs) I think the head shaving. Oh, and he beat that kid up who was bullying his son. He had little, he had to get pushed very far before he shaved his head. (laughs) The head shaving just gave him the go ahead (laughs) to just blow things up automatically, you know. I would take an explosive chemical to a drug meetup. Because. Yeah. I mean, business. it, that was so clever. It was. was so clever. It, I'll give them that. It was one of the few moments where I was like, oh, good job, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, we were talking about uh, Elliot and theft before. Um, I think, yeah, I, I'm curious to see why Walt chose to not go the rich people route uh because he could have um so somewhere in there a choice was made for him to move away because it seems like he had to pack up his whole life but then i can't take i can't i guess i haven't figured out if those like past flashbacks are also in arizona or if they're somewhere i mean what new mexico or if they're somewhere else (laughs) 
<laughs> like, because Elliot and what's her name? Gretchen? Question mark? Don't they also live in... <laughs> we'll go with that, even if it's Don't wrong. they also live in New Mexico? As far as I know, yes. So it's like... And her name is Gretchen, actually. Good job. Ah, look at that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm wondering uh, what the, like, I guess, well, obviously the big made, like, main timeline, but also, like, where everybody was. Because it doesn't seem like they fell out. Or maybe yeah. they did. I don't know. Um. I guess, like, every reason that I'm thinking of for this, the divide happening doesn't make sense because they're still friends. Obviously, it's going to have to deal with Gretchen, but, like, what is it? Um, because we got those that whole episode of their flashback scenes um, where they're in love. And then she calls him and she's like, do you not want our money because of me and us? And it's like, what did, what happened? Because if y'all are going to tell me, (laughs) (laughs) it's just because of a romance plot line. I'm going to be so mad. Oh, maybe she stole. She might, she might've, she might've. And like gave it to Elliot and Elliot either didn't know or doesn't know. And that's why, Walt's not mad. She might have. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah. That, I'm hoping that it's because Gretchen like did some snake shit, and not just because <laughs> she like fell out of love or whatever or blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> no, I'm looking for a real low blow. Here. I want more drama. <laughs> <laughs> the the mess to drama ratio is just off right now. There's way too much mess and not enough drama. <laughs> That's very true. That's true. That's true. This is just a great big comedy of errors. Like, it's just people every episode being like, hmm, I went real far yesterday. How much farther can I push it today? Exactly. That's the whole, that was the whole first season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like, let's outdo ourselves. Be your best, <laughs> but like in reverse. Literally. <laughs> I just <sighs> there's so many choices like Walter um I don't know why anybody ever thought it was a bright idea to steal meth supplies from your high school <gasps> chemistry lab that you work at <laughs> I get stealing from your job that's fine you know destroy whatever system you want to destroy Walter but don't leave a trail that obvious and the fact that nobody suspected him yet is bugging me as well because <laughs> I get like oh it's Walter he hasn't done anything he's men in it he told you only like four people have access to the keys and that was after he was being real shady with the inventory list <laughs> Like, yeah. like oh, I don't, true. I don't know what happened to that. I... <laughs> <laughs> Hank is like, I don't know shit about chemistry, but I know this shit's expensive. Like, um, <laughs> and you're missing literally half your stock. 
Honestly, I respected Hank so much in that moment because he was not, he's like, I am no fool. You might be a fool, but I am no fool and something is wrong. (laughs) I just, honestly, the more that I, we talk about Hank and the more that I think about it, I'm slowly going over to his side, you know? No, I am not standing cops for anyone listening, but (laughs) never. (laughs) Nope. Will I acknowledge that he is probably the only person in the series with sense? Yes. A hundred percent. Maybe so. Him and Walt Jr. (laughs) are the only two people. (laughs) (laughs) Because Walt Jr. is just being a dumb kid right now. Like, you know, I, I never tried to bribe an adult to buy me alcohol underage, but like I've heard that that's a thing, you know that's popular (laughs) you know actually that's a lie i definitely had my older friends in college buy me wine when i was not of age so you know like same premise wall jr i get you just learn how to figure out undercover cops baby (laughs) pay attention to the cars (laughs) um we kind of left our people we hate list uh (laughs) Would we like to return? Uh, we glossed over Marie, but haven't delved into her. Are there other Marie thoughts? I mean, I still will never forgive her for that whole Walt Jr. smokes weed incident. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she had, like, no strikes. or She had, like, half a strike against her up until that point, and then that happened, and then she, like, <laughs> she was off the list. She was chopped. She can't recover from that. <laughs> Let's say I was done with her when she was like, why don't you write a novel? Won't that sell better? Oh my god. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> She's like, well, you already did a short story collection and that didn't work. How are you gonna tell girl, do you write? Do you? It's just like, oh, I'll read it if you want. No. I don't want your thoughts. <laughs> Like, she only gained back some points for me during that whole, like, family discussion when she was like, I don't know, maybe we should let the cancer patient decide if he wants (laughs) treatment or not, um, because he's the only one who has to. And the only reason she did that is because of her job. Like, I feel like if she was not um, in the medical profession directly interacting with people who like are getting treatment from multiple illnesses but cancer patients especially i feel like that's the only reason why she was like oh yeah i get it because hank did it <laughs> he was like oh white oh wait wait that's a good point hold on i changed my mind um well you could do whatever you like uh you know because that was the one rational point anybody had brought up in that discussion um that wasn't like coming from a purely selfish perspective which is it's fine you know like you want to be selfish and protect your family members i get that i just you know that whole talking pillow business was a lot (laughs) another moment of peak comedy (laughs) the talking pillow Like, did she read a book and she found that somewhere? 
I don't know. I just <laughs> Skylar is a oof. Um <laughs> but you know, we got one more person on our hate list. Uh and that's Mr. Walter White himself. Um which I think you're supposed to hate him. That's the point of the show. <laughs> uh he is an antagonist. Um but he's a gr- fascinating one to watch, honestly. Very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But simultaneously so frustrating. Yeah, Brian Cranston knocks this out of the park. Oh, he's he's acting his ass off. Oh, yeah. And I know it's only going to get better with each passing season, but it's it's already fantastic. Oh, yeah, because apparently he just goes full tilt, is what yeah. I've heard. Which... I, you know, I was going to say, I don't know how you could get worse, but you can obviously get worse. Because uh, he shows it. Every episode, uh-huh. I am not prepared for a baby to be brought into this. Like, it was cool yeah. when the hypothetical baby was being talked about. And, you know, she's not hypothetical. Like <laughs> Skylar <laughs> is, is pregnant. Why did I say that? <laughs> not hypothetical anymore (laughs) you know what was oh the point is when a real baby is there i just it gets a lot worse especially because the baby shows up like end of season two season three she's not even born by the beginning of the next season i don't think so oh god which makes me think like how far is Walt going to progress if he's already come this far over, like, seven episodes, you know? So, like, it's going to... He's going to progress tenfold by the time this baby gets here. (laughs) And he's either going to do a 180 or he's going to keep going. I feel like he's going to go full kingpin, which is... Oh, yeah. It's fine. Ball out, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can head into our next segment. This show focuses a lot on the healthcare industry, on the medical, just like medicine in general. Uh, cancer, obviously, is a big focus. Walter's diagnosed in episode one? Question mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the show provides us with essentially this, like, we know that he probably will not survive by the end of it, whether it's like casualty because of him becoming a drug kingpin or cancer taking him out. You know, Walter looks at this essentially as an end of the road kind of thing. And I think we're meant to as well. He's going to burn himself out. Um, I think some of the... I don't know how far the show is going to go into a lot of the cancer treatment. Um, But there were a few flags (laughs) in season one. just a few um 
because he's diagnosed with stage three cancer, which isn't the worst, but also is very, very bad. Um, and I think that while the conversations about whether he should have treatment, what he should do with his body, all of those are great. Once he actually does have treatment, I feel like the show doesn't quite have the mechanics of cancer treatment down quite yet. Um, And while it varies from person to person, I do know that I had trouble believing that somebody in their first month of chemo or first round, sorry, um, of chemo treatments would be able to do nearly half of the things that Walter does. Um, And I think that the coughing spasms that he has are currently what the show is using as a device to remind us, like, oh, you know, like, he is still undergoing treatment, like, he's still sick, like, everything isn't a-okay. I... I'm trying to not, like, put too much of my own personal experience here, but I do remember a lot of my mom's first chemo days or weeks, I would say, and it would wipe her out for days Um, because it's, like, so much medicine is being pumped into your body intravenously. So, like, I... I know the show has to move along, but if he has stage three cancer, and what was it, 3A, I think they said, Mm -hmm. it would still be a pretty aggressive form of chemo. Um, And they got some of it right, but some of it I was, I thought was, mm, I don't know. But that's coming from a very very biased perspective i don't know if y'all had any thoughts no i think it's fair and what doesn't help is that they require walt as a character to be doing so much all the time on top of going to his treatment in order to push the plot along and in order to actually have a plot if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i know he's on by the end of season one, he's going on leave from being a chem teacher. But up until that point, he did still have to juggle that. And he, I mean, he personally still thinks he has to like be the sole breadwinner breadwinner, for this family, uh, which is also like going to add to him doing things. So I, I guess because of the situation that the plot of this show revolves around, it kind of requires him to constantly be doing things in spite of his actual health. But I guess that doesn't mean that they should disregard how that treatment should be impacting him. You know? Yeah. I get, I don't, I, the show might, who knows what'll happen as the show progresses. So this could all be completely irrelevant in 
when we check back in on our next episode mm-hmm. in about a couple months from now. Yeah. Like, there's no guarantee that he's going to have to be the only one that's making the blue meth here on out. Since we've already seen Jesse Pinkman learning how to do it. And even though it is not as perfect as Walt's, it is, you know, it plausibly could get better. So I guess there are ways for the, for the show to, like, filter him out as he keeps having health problems and as things keep getting worse. But I think especially as of right now. Um, I don't know. They just need him to constantly be doing things. Yeah, that's that's valid. It's also hard to not have your main character in most of your scenes. Because that would just, like, from a viewership perspective, be like, okay, well, why am I watching a show if I don't see him? <laughs> so I get it. I get it. Maybe that was just me being very picky. Oh, no, I mean, it's valid. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's still very active, and it's still a little concerning. <laughs> yeah. But I guess this can open um, the conversation up to a larger question Jackie you mentioned um Mm -hmm. before you got into the show when you were talking with us um that a lot of people had mentioned it being a show about how hard it is to pay for healthcare, Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and like specifically like in the United States how no one has healthcare and therefore no one can get the treatment they need which is correct but I feel like that is I don't know. I'll open this up, but I feel like that is absolutely not the only thing going on in this series. Yeah. I, mm, I guess because we haven't technically having like an actual statement from Walt about why he decided to do the meth empire thing that he's currently building um because we it's like hinted at a few times because almost everybody insinuates it jesse does crazy eight does somebody else i can't remember um you know oh you're doing this to leave money behind for your family and he's like yeah but that doesn't i don't do i guess Walter doesn't decide to not get treatment initially because they can't afford it, right? Yeah. It's it's not I don't remember it being a we don't we have horrible insurance and therefore we can't pay for treatment. Cuz their money is a big point in the show. Yeah. You know, like we do know that they are not wealthy at all. Um and they're not particularly comfortable either. Um But I guess if that was the purpose of the show, I don't technically, like, I see it as being a part, a big part of it for sure. But I don't, I guess I don't necessarily see it as the point. Yeah. And I think it dodges the fact that this is equally as much a show about legality and who's making rules and who's getting impacted by them. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a, there's a reason why they made his brother-in-law a racist, misogynistic DEA officer. 
I guess if I were going to watch a show about the disparities in the healthcare system in the U.S., I, I would not want to watch a show about white people. Yeah. But that's, I know that that is <laughs> my very biased black perspective. I don't know. I guess I have, I've started seeing the show as more about like, kind of like what you were saying is like who, what people can break the law and mm-hmm. how how are they able to do it? Mm-hmm. And what can we use to justify whatever they're doing so that they are not punished on the same level as everybody else? Because yeah. I think a lot of what saves Walt here and what has saved him in this show so far is that he's a white man in his 50s. And I don't know if that was something that the show writers initially were hinting to highlight, but it was something that it was hard for me to ignore for the entire show. Well, he hasn't gotten caught doing anything yet. That's true, but he hasn't had to use whiteness to get out of anything. Yeah, but he he's been associated with Jesse, for one, enough people have recognized him. I don't know. I just, I feel like just him existing, like without him having to use it, just him existing as this like unassuming, like kind, sweet, quiet, nervous, super shy white guy helps him evade suspicion. I mean, even if he doesn't actively use that to his advantage... I think he's at least <laughs> beginning to get aware of it in having Hank come and arrest Hugo at school the day after Walt thought he was going to get busted for taking all that stuff out of this, the chemistry room stock. And like, even if that is Hank being suspicious and trying to play a long game with Walt, that is still a very sp- specific tactic to use. I don't know. I guess there's just been enough mention of profiling in the show. Yeah. And, like, racist profiling especially, that I guess it's just hard for me to not write off Walt getting away with everything as him being a white guy, even though he technically hasn't been caught yet. Which kind of makes you think how far or, like, how much more do you think he's going to try and get away with? I don't know. I guess that's kind of going into our point on where his violence is going to go when I guess what we expect to happen as the show moves forward. I think that Skylar might become more into things than she is already for money. Because uh, honestly, if I were her, I probably would too. No, I think that's valid. I think it could take like a hot second for her to adjust with what's going on. But I think she will be into it. Although she told him, although I don't know why he asked her that. <laughs> that was weird. Like, if I, <laughs> if I were this super big shot criminal, what would you do? You don't want to find out. Okay. I don't know. I feel like Skylar's not that bold. <laughs> I don't know that 
a horrible interaction kind of made me think that she'll get on board with it. Mm-hmm. Like, she could become a, a, a kingpin, too. I don't know. I mm. doubt that she would, but, <laughs> like, imagine that, writing about that. That'd be a great story. There's her novel, Marie. Have yeah, fun. exactly. She could be rich. Just fictionalizing her life. I'm not gonna lie, if that ends up happening, I might hate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't it seem like a TV show move? It's it does. <laughs> it does. I don't think that they would do that. Um But yeah. It definitely I don't know. What other predictions <laughs> do y'all have? I don't know. I I'd be kind of interested to see since I know everybody he knows is eventually going to find out what he's doing because he's not slick about anything. Um but like at what point people end up turning on him if they turn on him. Mm. Cuz this whole thing's going to be a progression of him getting worse and worse and doing more illegal things and maybe becoming a kingpin. I don't know, maybe controlling all of monopolizing the meth business in New Mexico. I I feel like even if um, Skylar does get on board with everything, I don't know if she'll follow him all the way to the end. Do you think they'll get divorced? I don't think they'll get divorced. Mm. I think there will be a definite shift in their relationship, but I don't think she would leave him. She will just no longer condone everything he's doing. And at that point, I don't know if she would accept the money Hmm. if he dies. I mean, as he keeps going, then when he eventually dies, since I'm assuming that's what's going to happen at the end. Yeah, I feel like especially because they gave him a vague timeline toward the beginning. Like, you got a couple years. So I feel like... I. I feel like it's a pretty logical conclusion for the show to end with his death. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't surprise me. I'd actually be annoyed if it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, fair. Um, uh, so do you think it'll be his business or his cancer that kills him at the end? Ooh. I think the cancer. I feel like the it would make sense to assume that it be the business, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like he is smart mm-hmm. enough, even when he's being <laughs> not smart at all. Like he's smart enough to get himself out of a lot of really sticky situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he has such a, a ridiculous knowledge of chemistry, like he has all of these crafty <laughs> ways to get himself out of like sticky stuff mm-hmm. um so i feel like it would make more sense and be much more satisfying for something more natural like cancer to take him out because i feel like he's on his way to trying to not i don't think actually but like kind of build himself as this like quasi immortal like nothing can kind of touch me like, it feels like he's going to go that way. Oh, yeah. I'll agree with that. What about you, Kaya? Oh, I've got no idea. I've got nothing, honestly. 
That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That's fair. the only like sort of prediction I have. Well, I guess technically I have two. One is that Hank's gonna find out and is gonna like go into it with him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. The other, and this is far more morbid, is that Walt's gonna die. Um. In suicide by cop. Mm. And mm. it's gonna be either Hank or Hank's gonna be there. Damn. Whoa. Damn. That's like that's like heart wrenching. That's what I would write, but um, yeah, I no, write yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I would love to watch that. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Please write, please write TV. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be wow. Yeah. Look, I, I low-key like that. I, I kind of hope that happens. <laughs> Which is messy to say, but like, that'll be a really good thing to watch. That'll be a really good ending to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody. So it is that time for our Michelin stars segment of the show. And uh, we'll give you a brief refresher of the Michelin star guidelines. So as you may know, a one star restaurant is one deemed as having high quality cooking and is worth a stop. Two stars would be one with excellent cooking that is worth a detour. And three stars is one that has exceptional cuisine and it is worth a special journey. So Based on all of that criteria, we have decided to give Breaking Bad so far, at least the first season, a drumroll. A two. <laughs> Meaning that, you know, it's, um, it's worth a detour. So I feel like this episode, you know, you've heard us rag on people. It's fun, too. Um, but... This show is good. <laughs> and it is, um, it's an interesting watch. So if you haven't seen it, uh, you should probably check it out. I, I would, I, yeah, you should check it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a very addicting show to watch. Like you can sit there and just watch episode after episode after episode. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you engaged. Yeah, I watched the first four episodes in one sitting. Yeah. I was watching about two to three episodes at a time going through. And, like, what's also good is that you know it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those where even if the first season isn't fantastic, you know that, like, given what they've shown you so far in that season, it's going to just progressively get better and better as each new season comes out. Or I guess as you get to each new season since it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and also you know if you just want to watch a bunch of white people be messy <laughs> like <laughs> ruin each other's lives <laughs> in like a way that's actually entertaining to watch <laughs> that's exactly how we describe the fire that's festival. true <laughs> <laughs> We keep watching media, <laughs> white people ruining <laughs> each other. <laughs> yeah, this this show is um, 
It's a ride. I told one of my family members to be prepared to take breaks um, and have snacks to stress eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good <laughs> advice. Because that was all I did. <laughs> and yell. Oh my god. Just... One time my dad was like, are you okay? It's <laughs> <was> like, no. <laughs> Mad. Because uh, the episodes start off with plot like <laughs> it'd be different if every episode built to something but they start with mess every one <laughs> yeah let's talk about that cold open <laughs> yeah like the first thing we see <laughs> is chaos and the thing is it looks like something that the whole season is gonna build to yes. and that'll be the last moment in the last episode but no it's only day one of this bullshit <laughs> he's been making meth for 30 minutes and then that happened <laughs> literally oh my god when i found that out i was like wow this show is gonna be just nuts <laughs> there was that um there's a one of my favorite screen like chaotic chaotic screen caps before it cuts into like regular plot whatever is um at the beginning of the episode when he like they meet Tuco and everything and they get everything all settled when it just shows him walking out of a smoking building holding a bloody bag of what you can only presume is something blunt. I thought it was bricks at first. And so I texted my cousin and I was like, remember how I said that the show wasn't that crazy yet? Well, he's walking out of a burning building with a bloody bag of bricks. And then I was like, oh, wait, JK, it's um like. $250,000 or something instead. <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> Just a lot. <laughs> In short, it's all a lot. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. On our next episode, we'll be covering Russian Doll. Russian Doll is available on Netflix. Our next episode will be available here on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. See you then.